Listeners, you're invited to stream and listen to Jawson's music on Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify, AudioMac, or Deezer. Type in J-A-U-S-A-N in the search for artists to follow and like modern instrumental music from his discography. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Romantic Truth Podcast. Please be advised that the content of this show is for mature audiences 18 and over due to the topics discussed. Please feel free to follow and like Romantic Truth on Facebook at facebook.com slash romantic truth. You may also listen to the podcast on anchor.fm slash romantic truth. Now, here is your host Jawson. Hi everyone, Johnson with you here, Romantic Truth in Las Vegas. I hope everybody's doing well. Alright, let's hop to it and get to the business of things. Folks, what we're going to discuss today, keep it real, we're going to talk about the places because there are some ladies out there in social media that are circulating a list of places that they would not allow men to take them for the first date. And everything that I mentioned on my list are the very places they don't want to go. So, fellas, what does that tell you? You don't need those women, do you? Of course not. They don't want to go to a coffee shop to meet first, bookstore, ice cream parlor, gelato stand, hamburger joint, Taco Bell, who cares? If they don't want to do that first, why are you opening your wallet like that for somebody you don't know? That may not go anywhere as far as the relationship. Man, save your money. Don't waste your time on that crap. And don't let them try to shame you into... Because it's only the women who can't afford to go to these places that are doing this. A woman that can afford a five-star restaurant or whatever, she's going to say, I'll meet you there. Because she's accustomed to eating there. She's accustomed to paying her own. You're not having to be the IMF or the UN. Let's go on here. Now, I've compiled a list of things and the kind of women you don't want to mess with, along with the kind of venues you do not want to go to on the first date. Let's talk about the venues first. First venue you don't want to go to, you don't want to go to any classes on the first date. I don't give a damn if it's a pottery class, art class, nothing like The first date is designed for you to get acquainted with each other to see whether or not it warrants a second date. When you have a distraction, you don't have time to focus on each other. Movies. Forget it. The next one, birthday parties. Nope. Oh, and by the way, fellas, don't get booby-trapped because I've seen women do this, too. It may be their birthday coming up, right? That weekend? And what they're going to do is do a quick turnaround, invite you to a birthday party, and then they're going to expect a gift, of course. Here's the thing I would tell you. Decline the invitation and say, you know what, I think that should be your night. 
like to get to know you a little bit better, but that's your night. And you're not doing it to save money on a gift or anything. You can get her a gift later or whatever. But here's the thing. You appreciate that she invited you, but you want to spend some time with her. You're going to be spending time with her and her friends. So it's not going to help you any. The next thing. Baby showers. Nope. Don't do it. Every baby shower that I've attended, it came down to the women going in there, ooing and on over the baby clothes, and the men watching the football game and drinking a hell of a lot of beer and eating tacos and trying to sleep with every other woman that's not interested in the baby shower. The next thing, nightclubs. Now, it's okay if you have a happenstance or a chance meeting in a nightclub, but that should not be your first date. The other one, expensive restaurants. Off the menu. No Applebee's. No Perino's. No Maestro's. No Arnie Morton's. No Cut. No Fogo de Show. No Chasen's. None of that. That's later. If she goes through the approval process. Concerts. Nope. Again, you don't have time to communicate. You got a third party that's intervening, right? Sporting events, same thing. You got somebody intervening, so you don't really have any time to each other. Class reunion. Again, I don't think you'll be as a showpiece there. The date of the week, right? Church. Especially not church. Because that's when people lie. Oh, we're just friends. Oh, this is my fiance. Well, she's going to try to dress it up for the pastor. And all the other congregants will know the truth. And then there'll be others that don't. So, don't get involved, fellas. Malls and stores. Not on the first date. Nope. Romantic comedies. You don't want to go to one of those. You don't want to go to a Tyler Perry movie. Anything like that. Out. Don't get a chance to know the person. Family reunions. Mm -mm. I knew one guy that got invited to a family reunion with this lady. And it was their first date. So what she did was put him under the firing squad. And by the way, it came down to a no. Homecomings or any kind of celebration involving, it could be a nostalgic football game or something like that. The answer is no. Weddings, the answer is no as well. Now, men know this by default. These are venues that are off limits for us. Now, what you have to remember, fellas, is this. If a woman wants a venue on the first date that does not involve time with you, where you can actually talk to each other and decide whether or not you can go forward, 
she wants a distraction of some sort. Maybe go to a restaurant where they have live music and all this other stuff. She wants a break from you. And what that does is slows down the progression of the relationship. And some women want that because they want you to spend more money on them. You're trying to find out whether or not you guys are fit. And if you are, then the second date could be a much better. Third date could be even better than that. But that first date, mm-mm, mm-mm. You're expensing that first date. How many $300 and $400 bills are you going to pay on the first date with women? You're going to throw your money away. Well, $400, think about it for a moment. $400. There are five 20s in each $100 bill, right? I told you 40 bucks, correct? So, with $100, you could go on two dates. You still have 20 bucks left over. Not with the same woman, but a different woman. First dates only. First date, 40 bucks is the max. The reason why I say this is because when you start spending money on her, you're going to have to sustain what you start. Remember that. This is the reason why you want to go cheap at first, because if she's only about the money and only about being seen and only about the experience and the food and everything, you don't need her. She needs you more than you need her. She can take her own damn self out to eat. Now, the type of women that you may want to avoid. The one woman I would always say that I have avoided in the past, believe it or not, there have been women that had to do with the sex industry. Now, I'll admit, I dated a few women in my day that were into the industry. But it was more of a sexual thing than anything else. And I recovered. The other thing. No sex workers, no OnlyFans people. Stay away from them. They're trying to make a few bucks here and there, but here's the thing. Everybody's seen their goods, and it's like, uh, I don't know if you're going to be comfortable with going somewhere, and then some guy that beat beat off in his sock sees your woman there, and he says, oh, I know who you are. Let me just pull out my phone and show. I like this picture of you right there when you're bent over that way. You think she's going to push him away? He's a subscriber. He's giving $100 a month to her. Fellas, you got the stomach for it. Usually with these women, guys with low self-esteem go for, the, go for these women. What I mean, guys that wish they could get with a girl like that. Let them go right ahead. The next kind of woman. Strippers, of course. Bar girls. That includes ladies that do bottle service and bartenders. Bartenders have a high divorce rate, by the way. 
friend of mine. He's up there with the cops. Women that are anthropomorphic with pets, where they're obsessed with their pets. Fellas, we already know we're not dealing with that shit. We like dogs, but dogs should not be that person's life and that person's being and everything that person is about. Feminist. When I say feminist, I'm talking about ardent feminist. The ones that got a proof of point try to convert you and, and put you in your place. I ain't no time to deal with them. Don't. And don't try to prove a point by trying to screw her. Don't waste your time, fellas. It's not worth it because the only thing you're going to do is make her angrier and she's just going to go out and try to convert somebody else. Women who smoke, weed, cigarettes, and vape. I'll leave it at that. That's about half the women here in Vegas. Women who want to take their kids on a date, which I've done before, don't ever do this, fella. And guys who pay for a babysitter. I've done that before, and I will tell you this firsthand. You don't pay for babysitters, you don't take kids on dates with you. Make that a golden rule. I don't give a damn how fine she is and how you're trying to, uh-uh. Cheap and sleazy clothing. If she's wearing cheap and sleazy clothing, like, you know, something you'd probably see stripperware or somebody that will wear something like that just for a living in the adult industry don't even fuck around with that that's an ask for attention and that attention is beyond you she's trying to get attention from other men you don't need it excessive piercing and tattoos I've always associated piercings and tattoos with pain not pain from having the tattoos and the piercing. Pain for what they're trying to mask underneath. Almost every woman I've dated that's had a whole bunch of tattoos, my experience only, they've been molested in their past. Trauma. They want you to focus on your experience and not them. All women are like that. Social media vixens. You know, the ladies that are on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Snapchat. You know, sending you bikini shots and all that. Oh, fuck them. You might want to fuck them, but after you do, don't take them seriously for a relationship. Don't get one of them pregnant. And finally, two types of women. The woman who already has her wedding dress and invitations already printed and she's just waiting for a groom, her ass, she's already got the ring, already got everything set up. And the woman who's been engaged multiple times that has a collection of engagement rings. No. Absolutely not. Absolutely. 
another one. The woman who wants to state things but does not want to listen to you when you state something. She wants you to hear her, but she don't want to hear you. Don't play that game. The other thing I would tell you, do not volunteer or get incorporated for any kind of housework, car repairs, or anything like that for a first date. And some of you idiots do it. You go out and you're going to fix her car for the chance of being with her and her cooking you dinner. Or possibly giving you some pussy in, in exchange. Keep in mind a few things. If you replace the brakes on her car and you're not a full-blown mechanic and those brakes go out on that car and she has an accident, somebody's hurt, you might be liable. So you might want to kind of have a second thought about being the hero and putting your ass out there just for a piece of ass. Not worth it. But these are the things that you will need to really consider and look out for as a man. Now, I know a lot of you guys are going to wind up getting sidetracked if you want to get into them guts and have some wonderful fun in between the legs and all of that. It's all well and good. But just keep in mind, if you get her pregnant, the whole game changes. All of that bliss and happiness goes away. She's going to put your ass to work. And that's what you have to keep in mind. But these are just a few things that you may want to be mindful of as a man. Because I'm just going to tell you, if you get passed over, Consider it a compliment. Thank her for passing you over. Thank her for saying that you're cheap. Thank her for saying that you're not the right guy for her. Really, do that. She'll appreciate it. <laughs> Trust me. You know what? I want to thank you so much for not choosing me as your boyfriend. Huh? Yeah, I want to thank you for that. You don't have to go into detail because she's actually thanking you. You're thanking her because you're saving you. She's saving you time. She's saving you resources. You could be doing better things with your time. And it also lets her know that you're not desperate. So you're not asking for a second chance or nothing like that. If she says something like, well, you know, I had a nice time, but I don't think we have chemistry. Okay. Have a nice life. I know I will. I move on. And whatever you do, never go back. I don't give a damn if she wants you back and she says she made a mistake. It's too late. Same about your pride. It's about her holding her holding her accountable for the decision she made choice you made, live with it. I look at a breakup like an amputation. 
You can't put it back on you once it's taken off. These are things you got to look at because, see, if you don't, a lot of you fellas going to get sidetracked, wind up getting women pregnant that you shouldn't, wind up getting in situations that you shouldn't be in. You know, it's funny. I saw a uh, podcast the other day, and this guy was complimenting this other guy for having 10 kids by three babies' mamas. Well, you didn't have that many baby mamas, so that's not so bad. I'm sitting there, are you kidding me? Ten kids? And so when he asked the guy, what, well, what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm unemployed. He said, how long have you been unemployed? Oh, about five years. He's like, well, how are you making the child support payment? I'm not. So you know what's going to happen to his ass. And then here's the crazy part. A lot of these women are getting knocked up by the same guy. Oh, let me rephrase that. They're getting pregnant by the same guy. For those of you who don't know, knocked up was a term that was used during slavery. And what would happen is the auctioneers, when they'd have them at ports like Charlotte, Savannah, and they did not want to reveal that the woman was pregnant, what they would do is have her come up on the auction block and they would either have her wearing a smock so that you could not see her until they took off the smock, which meant that the price of her went up exponentially because she was pregnant. Hence the term, knocked up the price. It's an old term that was transferred over here from overseas, from Europe. So now you know. So anyway, with this, you're going to have to determine the caliber of woman that you're going to be with. And ladies, you got to determine the caliber of man. You have a harder job than us men do. Because, see, we can see things in you that you don't see in yourselves. And a lot of you don't realize that. This is the reason why men, we leave relationships before you do. You divorce before we do, but we leave you emotionally before you do. And the reason why we do this is because many times when we see something that we've tried to compromise and work with you with, and it's still going back to the default, A lot of times we withdraw because we don't want to become angry. You can display your anger, you could nag and get mad at us and all that. So a lot of guys just withdraw. And the first thing they do, more often than not, 
they find someone that they can talk to that will listen. When they find her, But, there you go. That's what you continue with. Now, another type of woman, fellas, that I've always told you about, that you'll need to definitely watch, any woman with children, especially teenage kids and grown kids, parenting skills. Could her son be mistaken for her man with the way he's treating her and the way he's talking to her? I'm telling you. There are some women that are a little bit too liberal with their kids. So yeah, I went out with the lady one time. She had a 16-year-old son. Tell you about the situation. He took the car keys and went out. He smacked this woman on the ass just like she was a girl. I'm sitting there and I'm like, shit. check with my mom every once in a while to see whether or not she was ready to shoot me. Never forget, I'm little and she's loading the gun. She's like, oh, I'm not going to spank you. I'm going to shoot you. Damn. And one of old ass revolvers. The 38 Special. Snub nose. The hammer was inside the damn housing of the gun. I know I'd have gotten fucked up. But, thankfully I never had to, because I was a good kid. But the one thing to keep in mind, you will have to keep your eyes open. Because fellas, they'll let things slip. Mom and daughter start acting like girlfriends and giving high fives and shit. And don't do no shit like you dating daughter who's maybe 21 or 22 and mom is in her late 30s and mom's talking about how fine you are and shit like that and telling her daughter shit like, but girl, if you, if you slip up, I'm taking her. Oh, I've had that happen to me too. You gotta watch that. You have to watch that. Now, a lot of people would think that. You know, would you settle down sometime back then? I was afraid to settle down during that time. And the reason why I was afraid to was because so many people were winding up in train wrecks of marriages and relationships. And I'll forget, a friend of mine invited me to the wedding. I was like maybe 22, 20, no, I was older than that, I was about 24. And 
I'm ready to go to this wedding. And it was just before I got married, believe it or not. And I thought, I said, oh man, this this is going to be cool. They've been together and things are going to work out. Things are going to be fine. And this was scared the shit out of me with my marriage. That's the reason why I had to go and underscore everything with my ex-wife before we got involved. After the wedding, and when it came down to the vows, my boy started to hesitate for a minute, and he walked the fuck out. And she ran after him, pastor ran after him, the girl's father ran after him. Brother man got in his car and took the fuck off. <laughs> and my soon-to-be wife at the time saw that and she said, you're not doing that at our wedding. She says, we got some talking to do when we get home. So we both sat down and we talked about everything to the letter. And we made that agreement that night. If it does not work, one party only has to raise their hand. Old boy took the fuck off and did not come back. Didn't even return the tuxedo that the family, the girl's family had rented for him. I ain't seen that fool about, for about two months. Man, I just wasn't ready for it. I'm like, bro, the way you were talking, the way you guys were, I was like, you were talking all this shit about how you can't wait to get married. He said, that was all hype. He said, that was all hype. He said, that was all nervous energy speaking. I bet you'll never take his ass to Inglewood again. <laughs> Him about that. Hey man, why don't we go down to Inglewood, like to the forum or something? No, man. <laughs> Those are fighting words now. Stood that woman up like that. And I was pissed off because they canceled everything, but they didn't have cheesecake, so it didn't matter. And I was like, Oh, by the way, I want to thank you, Megan, for sending me the cheesecake recipe, the peach cheesecake recipe. I appreciate it. Really appreciate it, my dear. But yeah, it is crazy. It is really ridiculous. But here's the thing that you have to look at. Take your time. Don't push it. Fellas, another woman you want to watch out for is the woman with the biological clock ticking. Her being in a stirrup to deliver a child is far more important to her than you. She wants to get married, have that family. Mm -mm. 
Don't push yourself like that. Don't do it. Those of you asking, still working on the book? And here's the thing I want to clarify. The book is not going to be about me. It's going to have some of the experiences, but it's going to be about things that will help you. As I told you at the beginning of the podcast, when I first put this together, it was based on you, the listener. Nobody else. Not even me. But we're getting it together. Going through certain things. To give you an idea of some of the things just to be mindful of. Some of the things to look for. Some of the things we've covered on the podcast. Other things we didn't. That can cover a little bit more detail. The one area that you're going to have to really focus on in a relationship going forward it's going to be financial resources how they're being utilized that's going to be very important going forward the reason being the stakes are very high now compared to the past even compared to 10 years ago it's too easy to get set back now think about it credit cards now what 28 to 30 percent interest that's pretty damn high now, I know people are complaining about the interest rate for housing being at about 8 and up. Hell, I remember when it was 12. It used to be you had to come up with 20% down when you had savings and loans. You had to come up with 20% down. You had to make three times the house payment net. So if your mortgage was $1,000, you had to have $3,000 per month free to qualify. Plus you had to pay closing and then you had to pay the points. And you know, what's really kind of sad, I was talking to a friend about this the other night. She bought the home back in the 1980s when she was telling me I should buy and I was like nah I'm going to do some traveling well she bought a home in Long Beach she got it for a pretty reasonable price I think it was like 80000 the neighborhood went to shit over the years back in the 90s and then especially in the 2000s it went to shit and she sold it she walked away with a pretty good amount of money she was telling me, she said, you have no idea how I had to worry about my children going to school and coming home every day. I was scared to even go to the grocery store because I thought I'd be robbed again. And she was like, you remember that neighborhood when we first got there? And I remembered it because it was really nice, pristine people doing their lawns and everything. Not anymore. Graffiti and everything was all over the place. She sold it. So, fellas, just be vigilant. Ladies, you too.
if you help a man indirectly, you know, where you can go and just be a second set of eyes on things for him, men really appreciate that. Because there are a lot of women that will never do that for men. They feel as though he should do everything. And unfortunately, this is what makes a lot of men so jaded. Because society doesn't give a shit about them. And then they get into a relationship where a woman doesn't give a shit about them. So they have this disposition that nobody cares. And they have this attitude where they treat women just like luggage. I'm not trying to justify the way they are, but just to give you an explanation of what gets them to that point. I have seen friends of mine that have turned into monsters because they got with the wrong women. And it was their fault for staying too long in a bad relationship. Thinking that, oh, well, she's going to come around. No, she's not. It's your fault if you stay. They blame her. And then when she leaves, she's a bitch and every other woman is a bitch as he sees it. No. You just chose the wrong woman. Just like a lot of you lazy ladies choose the wrong man. And don't want to admit it, then you get mad at men in general. Men didn't do that to you. The man you chose did that to you. So let's put it in perspective. come off of that camaraderie shit where if one thing happened to you you're going to try to spread it out where it happened to everybody I ain't going for that dumb shit no more that's, kid, that's some kids do he talked about my mama you hear that he talked about all of our mamas no he talked about your mom nobody else's trying to pull everybody else into your shit So, what it comes down to here is that with our decision-making skills, when we're choosing someone, many things we can look for. Some of the things are some of the things that we specifically look for as individuals, certain characteristics. Don't let your bias eclipse the logic that you need for that relationship to function. Sometimes we do that. I was about ready to go out with a lady one time. Gorgeous green eyes. Auburn hair. Beautiful woman. And we were sitting at the mixer talking and we had the breakout sessions where they would have like a person that would host the mixer and they would kind of be like the MC of the night and they'd have different people that would come up and talk about relationships dating that kind of thing right 
And so she and I were sitting down and we were talking and the conversation was going pretty good. And as we were sitting there, she says, um, so are you from Southern California? I said, no. I live from Mississippi. I came to Southern California. She said, oh, that's nice. And asked her where she was from. She says, well, I cannot say where I'm from. I was like, oh, I didn't mean to, you know, go there on a personal level with you. She said, no. She said, I'm a little sensitive about it. She says, because my husband doesn't know where I am right now. Tell somebody that started looking around quickly. I'm looking to see if any rifles are pointed at me. <laughs> and I just asked, I said, I'm not in any danger, am I? Oh, no, no, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. I just got fed up, packed all my stuff up, and got in the car and left. Okay. You think I was going to pursue a conversation with her after that? That would pertain to a relationship? With your life, I didn't. And she's like, well, are you going to the next mixer? I said, I don't know, I might. I'll see. And I didn't go. I don't know if she was there or not. But... It was a good place to mingle, meet people. It was kind of cool because you had to meet people in real time. It wasn't none of this virtual stuff. And then they had that damn speed dating bullshit. And some of the mixers, you know where you go, you sit with somebody for a few minutes and you try to get to know them, you ask the questions and everything. I got one lady, I was going to ask her a question, she sneezed and farted. It happens. But, it was pretty cool. But it's the same old thing when it comes to dating and relationships, especially dating. It's the same old shit warmed over every 10 years. It's like dating, dating is nothing but a process that's put under a heat lamp. And the only thing they have done is taken it from the heat lamp, put a few sprouts and maybe some olives on it, and put it back under the heat lamp to be more enticing. It's the same shit. Doesn't change. Whether you're doing it virtually or whether you're doing it in person. the other things that we have to look at when it comes to you choosing a partner. As I told you, finance is one of the big things that you're going to really have to think about going forward in the future. The other one is going to be liability. It's going to be a big thing going forward in the future. Especially for those of you opening up businesses and those kind of things. Make sure you have liability insurance. Make sure you talk to a lawyer. Because a lot of people are starting cottage industries now. Because you can make money on TikTok and all the rest of those uh, enterprises. Our society is becoming so litigious. 
that you literally have to have a disclaimer for everything and you have to watch what you do what you say how you say it you really do because going forward we're becoming hypersensitive very sensitive about things now more so than in the past you know, I was watching the NFL game the other night with the Steelers and uh, the Titans I'm glad that Titans player is okay he had taken a hard fall but it doesn't even seem like football anymore. It seems like you're watching kids play Pop Warner football now. I gotta admit, I miss the old days of guys getting speared when they caught the ball. I miss the days of seeing a quarterback get sacked. Running back, try to go up the middle and linebacker knocks him back a few yards. Those were the good old days. He's going to put tape on and send back out there. So what if his sight is blurry and he can't see that well? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, folks. No, seriously. I know that we had to come about with some sort of sensitivities as far as uh, looking out for these athletes. A lot of them had concussions and brain damage and other things over the years. So that is something to consider. But what has happened now in that sport in particular has been watered down in the sense that now it's like everything is on the instant replay. You know, it, it's. I guess I'm still used to the rough and tumble side of things. When the referee used to get fucked up when he throw the flag and he'd, get, he'd be in the middle of the play and the running back would run him over. That was kind of cool. But of course they can't do that anymore. Damn it. And you have a lot of teams now that are going by analytics. Not necessarily what's going on on the field. They're going pulling plays back from five or six years ago. Well, we tried this five years ago. Let's try it now. Well, you're dealing with different players. So you're different, dealing with different playbook. And see, the same thing holds true when it comes to dating. Oh, it's the same field, the same game. The rules have changed a bit. Because players have. So what have we discussed here? We know that we stay away from broke women. Broke women will be the one that are calling you broke. The women who already have the resources it's not even going to be an issue. It's not going to come up. The next thing to keep in mind. If she calls your name, buster, broke, hobosexual, all of that. Let that shit roll off your back. Keep on going. Don't even try to confront her. Don't even try to argue. Don't get suckered into any kind of events on the first date. Such as third party events, such as concerts, that kind of thing. Don't get yourself suckered into any kind of weddings or nothing like that. Weddings, homecomings, class reunions, family reunions, church, and all those, you are a showpiece. The only thing you are is just an armed trophy for them. Oh, he's my plus one. Oh, he's my fiance. 
oh, he's my friend. And here's the thing. If she lies to you in the beginning and says, oh, okay, when we go in here, I need for you to tell him, I want you to act like my fiance. That right there is a setup, fellas. A lady did that to me one time. I had to learn the hard way. She took me to her friend's birthday party for our first date. And she wanted me to play as her fiance because what she had done to all of her other friends is lied to them and said that she had a fiance. Now mind you, we had only been talking for about four days. But she didn't expect me to say what I said. I said, okay, so if I'm your fiance, we fucking after this is over with, right? Her mouth dropped and she said, what? I said, well, I'm not gonna be a fiance just a name only. After the date, after we had gone to the birthday party, she asked me when I dropped off, she says, uh, were you serious about what you said earlier? I said, yep. She says, for real, you're going to say something like that on the first date? I said, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd snap a gristle in your ass. Her mouth dropped and she started laughing. She said, let me get out of this car. I said, yeah. We went out the next night, night after that, night after that. It got to a point, hell, sex was the main focus of the relationship. Because she thought she could win me over with that. She wanted to impress her girlfriends. It was all about her, all about the engagement ring, which I never bought her. And they kept asking about the ring. The girl wears your ring. Oh, we don't need no ring. We we decided that we're gonna wait and just spend it on the wedding. We weren't getting married. She knew we weren't getting married. But she wanted to save face around her girlfriends. Because all of her girlfriends had boyfriends and they were getting ready to get married and get ready to get engaged. And she didn't want to be left out. And so she grabbed my little ass thinking that I was just gonna be some sucker. It was long before we split up. We were together about all together, maybe two months. But we saw it wasn't going nowhere. Because it was all about her. So fellas, watch that. If they come in lying about where you are in the relationship with them, nine times out of ten, it's because they've already foreshadowed it with something and now they gotta back it up. You have nothing to do with it. You're just there. And a lot of times it's for somebody else's benefit. And lastly, I'll leave you with this. Do not date someone for the benefit of others. I know it's hard for some of you that get involved in arranged marriages and that kind of thing. It's very difficult. I had a couple of friends that were involved in that. And all three of them that I can remember, I think it was three, maybe even more, they all wound up getting divorced. The 
The family thought it would be a good idea because the family was going to benefit. The people that got married, they were just shit out of luck. These are things you have to really consider and think about before you make that move. I'm hoping that a lot of you are very successful in your endeavors, in your relationships, in your marriages, or in your prospects as you go forward. Because it's tough. Finding the right person for you. Impossible? No. Improbable? No. You have to have the gumption to stick to it. Because things can fall in your favor. The only thing you have to do is allow it to. So here you go, fellas. You got it? You got the list of women to avoid? You got the list of situations to avoid? And one last thing. I'll reiterate. Don't get carried away doing those handyman chores, fixing cars and shit like that. Be careful. Be very careful. Take care, folks. We at Romantic Truth appreciate your listenership. Listeners, you're invited to stream and listen to Jawson's music on Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify, Audio Mac, or Deezer. Type in J-A-U-S-A-N in the search for artists to follow and like modern instrumental music from his discography. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those solely of the host and are not condoned, or endorsed by Romantic Truth, Anchor or any of its affiliates. The advice given herein is the expressed opinion of the host and not to be used for legal marital, or family, counseling, or for professional practice purposes. In the event for professional assistance, please contact the local licensed professional family counselor, marriage counselor or social services professional in your region. If you need someone to talk to in regards to help, you may contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255, available 24 hours. All correspondences read on the show have been pre-screened and pre-approved by the submitter to be aired on the show. Be advised that all of the background music of production not provided by Anchor is owned by James Adams and Jaws and One Music exclusively licensed for this Romantic Truth podcast under waiver. Please understand that there were no people or animals hurt in the segments of this show including plants. All sound effects were improvised in the studio setting with props. We are an equal opportunity employer with two Yorkie Poodles and a Rat Terrier as the security detail. Please be advised that the content of this podcast is under copyright by Romantic Truth and James Adams.